0: Hey everybody, welcome back. It's a new episode of Off the Monorails Podcast. I'm your host Jordan, 2 co-host Justin Ryan, as usual. What's up, fellas?
1: Howdy, howdy. Hello. It's good to talk to you boys
0: again. It's been a little bit of time.
2: I've been
1: busy, man. I had a few things going on, people getting sick and whatnot, so uh, yeah. yeah. We're all recovered now.
2: Life, life in general.
0: Oh, you gotta love it, right? Oh, but yeah, I've, I feel good getting to talk to you guys again. This is this is good stuff.
2: That's your way of saying you missed us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. I
0: wish I was at Disney
2: right now. Oh, man, this weather. A guy I work with.
0: Yeah, a guy I work with is actually there right now. Uh, shout out Henry, if you're listening. Um, he, uh, Yeah, he's at Disney for the first time in like 10, 15 years. And so we've been prepping uh he's been watching a lot of youtube we've been discussing do's and don'ts and oh man now i'm just with him in spirit right now it's just uh they had a reservation i believe tonight for ogas Ooh, canteen. oh canteen like, i told him like man i haven't even been there and you're going for the first time and oh uh, but they they did their homework they they got right on the reservation train and followed it closely and I'd love to see it
2: yeah, he, yeah, he's getting off to a start like I did. He's going to be spending some money this year.
0: Oh, they're going to space two twenty.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. They went to
0: space two twenty for dinner last night. Um, I think uh, they're going to Ogas. I think it's either tonight or or tomorrow. Um, they're gonna go to uh, him and his girlfriend are going to Whispering Canyon for breakfast based on our suggestion in our review in our episode three. They will love it. So yeah, I love that. I love that. So. Uh, so that was good to hear. So I'm super jealous. They're staying at Port Orleans Riverside, mm. which you know I love. Um, so yeah, it's uh we'll be we'll be there soon. So yep, um, can't wait. So that's what's going on around here. What's up? What's going on with you guys?
2: Well, um, I've made my next few months of um Disneying, I guess if that's a word. Um,
0: it can be a word if we made it right here.
2: We have uh, quite the itinerary from February through June, ju- actually to July. So um, I think I've got one, two, three, four. I got probably five or six vacations already scheduled and on the books. Jealous. From now till July. So yeah, pray for me. I'm going to be working lots of overtime.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, you'll probably sprinkle another couple in between that.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I got to have it. I got to have time to do some yard work. <laughs> the grass is about to start growing. So yeah. I got to get my white new balances dirty.
1: Oh,
0: true dad style. Love it.
1: And then, as for me, uh, we have the uh, Porter Leans uh, stay that we uh, mentioned for the podcast, boys. Uh, looking forward to that one. And then uh, Father's Day weekend, uh, Ryan and I and our family, uh, with our parents, uh, we're all going down to Fort wilderness. Um, so we'll have, uh, those, as far as I'm concerned that I'm involved with, I will be on those trips. Uh, definitely looking forward to, uh, the coverage there, you know, going back Mm -hmm. to Fort wilderness for the third time. Absolutely love that, uh, resort. So, uh, can't wait to get back in the cabin and, uh, enjoy that. But, uh, yeah, only two trips as of right now. Uh, got a few things going on, but uh, we'll see if we can squeeze in some more throughout the summer.
0: Yeah, and y'all are, y'all are staying in the cabins, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Yeah, we're actually going to be staying in the cabins
0: uh, for Memorial Day weekend. Taking the family. We're going to take, we got two cabins booked. We got uh, got golf carts rented. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah
2: all all said and done you gotta yeah you gotta get those golf carts those are yeah. important you know what, what a uh what a coincidence jordan i'll be at animal kingdom lodge that same weekend i know man i know see you at whispering canyon yes absolutely <laughs> oh <laughs> well it's a date i love it yeah
1: for those keeping notes you can uh pretty much see where we're going with uh future episodes so uh keep your ear to the ground
0: yeah well well, of course bring you some highlights and reviews and uh photos, video, all that good stuff from, from those stays coming out. All up. the content. So just be uh looking out for that in the future.
2: I can't wait, man. I'm excited. I can't wait either. I've never done Fort Wilderness. I've been to Trails Inn and I've visited the um Same. like that the trading post, I guess that's what that is, to get yeah. right in
0: the middle. Have you been so that's- yeah, so the Meadow actually is the main
1: gift shop right in the middle of the campground. Yeah,
0: and it's 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 awesome, man. Like I, mm-hmm. Fort Wilderness is just one of those places, you know, it's one of the original places, you know, it's, it's was there when Walt Disney World opened and it's really cool. It's so uniquely different than all the other resorts, right? And it's got well i'm sure we'll get into this as you experience the resort from staying actually staying there for the first time but man it's just one of those places that it's an easy escape getaway you know it feels like you're at summer camp uh you know like you used to take off go stay in the cabin for the summer um like got the water in holes and uh i i love it
1: yep it's a it's going to be a good time i'm excited uh like you said it's ryan's first time and it'll be my third visit back and uh it's definitely it's definitely one of the resorts that i just i can't get enough of and i can't wait to you know have another visit go back there so Mm -hmm. uh, it's just one of those experiences that you know you can't you can't describe it enough until you actually get to do it and uh and even then, you, you you still struggle for the words of the amount of relaxation that you experience, and mm-hmm. the amount of uh, the amount of uh, like just refocus and recentering, uh, for your mind and and your body. Uh, that just that resort provides it, and, yeah, and it does it pretty consistently too from the past couple of experiences that I've had there. Yeah, and it allows you too, right? Like it's it's
0: said, it's almost in a way right like the the fact that it's so far off the beaten path and that it's so i would say so difficult to actually get out of there is that it almost makes it it almost works to its benefit right like that it'll it almost forces you to enjoy what the what fort wilderness in total has to offer
1: Right. And to build on that, it's kind of like a secluded resort in a way Mm -hmm. because of, you know, like how we mentioned about golf carts, like it's important to have a golf cart there because that's the main way of travel around there. And there isn't a whole lot of parking spaces at all other than the main entrance of the resort. So, you know, that's that's the main transportation around the resort other than walking or taking like a Segway or bike bike, skateboard yada 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 like that yeah but that's it kind of adds to the seclusion of it because you can get to it by boat from magic kingdom resorts Mm -hmm. um and then it's either that or drive to it uh period and then you can only park there at the beginning yeah
0: at the very front you have to take a bus to every other spot of it and so yeah it's just it's pretty crazy um if you really think about it, it and like and like I said, it's you know people would look at that. It's almost like oh, it's going to be a nuisance. I can't. It's going to be hard for me to go to a park or things like that. And that Mm-mm. it kind of, like I said, it kind of works in its favor though. Of like it does. Okay, like you know, like we're going to stay there for Memorial Day weekend. We're not going to go to a park. We're going to stay at the resort the entire time.
2: Cook some hot dogs, get in the pool, exactly, yeah, and that's what I was about to build
1: up on is and say is that like this resort is like the opportunity, like how we've talked about and mentioned in previous episodes, where going to the resorts, staying on property and not even making a you know a plan to go into the parks, and this is that resort that really lends itself to be that vacation uh type and I mean don't get me wrong you can go to the parks still there uh but I think it lends itself more towards those kind of vacations where you're not really planning on spending a whole lot of time in the parks if at all and that's our case for ourselves I think for me and Ryan and our family
2: yeah and um Justin and I were talking earlier today actually about that um that we didn't really you know i guess lean towards the idea of even really making an effort to get to the park while we're there for that weekend other than maybe, you know, taking the kids to magic kingdom in the evening for a couple hours and then enjoying the fireworks show and coming right back to the campground. And, and, you know, other than that, we're going to be pretty much bound to Fort wilderness because that's, we're okay with that. Like there's, there's enough there to do that. You don't have to leave the property. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And, and honestly, it kind of gives us an opportunity here to
1: explore some options we haven't ever done before actually you've done uh you know crossing the uh the lake at night uh during the fireworks and stuff but like you could rent the pontoon boat uh in advance and and go out there during you know that specific block of uh time for the fireworks and experience that directly on you know the lake and that that'd be a unique experience. Uh, you could also do fishing right there at the marina. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have different experiences that are right there. That you know, this kind of opens up the opportunity to potentially check those out and potentially book something for us. I mean, we're still in talks. We're we're trying to figure things out and get everything nailed down, but um,
2: it definitely opens the doors there. Yeah, you are selling me on it because, you know, <laughs> like you know, like I've said that I haven't been there other than the few reservations i made at trails Inn, and then justin and i literally went down there just for the fort wilderness magic bands because you could only get them at the meadow trading post yeah so we dropped the kids off at school one morning and just rode down there (laughs) for magic bands (laughs) like and
1: and those magic bands are
2: fantastic by by the way they're so classy yeah
0: yeah it's 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 one of those like i said it's just one of those resorts that it just has so many things to do, right? Like just in its own canoeing, kayaking. Uh, you can, I think, you can st- you can rent bikes from there too if you don't bring your own. Um, they just offer so many different different things. It's s'mores, you know. They do the whole uh, campfire
1: uh, with the movie uh, with. And I'm hoping that's back now. Yeah, when, yeah. The pandemic stuff is already, you know, starting to. Not be open over, up. but they're starting yeah. to open up everything. Yeah,
0: they have the food truck out there when they're doing the movies with the characters, and yeah, it's just really cool stuff.
1: Yeah, I feel like we're getting closer and closer to that, you know, bet of a full swing, you know,
2: operation.
0: Yeah, and maybe by the so. time we're we're there, we'll it'll it'll be like that. That'd be really cool.
2: And then, not to even mention, we haven't even talked about the amount of wildlife that's there. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh my gosh! I can't tell you the few times I've been there, how many deer and turkeys I've seen. Like, in they yeah. they just chill yeah. out because they're so used to people not messing with them. Yeah, deer, like, turkeys,
0: rabbits. I mean, you you
1: see. Yeah, I've seen oh, plenty of rabbits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool.
0: Yeah, plus they also. So last time we were actually there, uh, we went to Trails Inn for a breakfast reservation. Uh, we were staying at a different resort. We went over Trails Inn for a breakfast reservation, and then um, before we before we headed out, uh, we actually took the bus. bus picked us up right there at the little bus stop, basically right down from Trails Inn, and there was a Wilderness Lodge bus that picked us up and took us on this little like cut-through path. Directly to wilderness it is lodge.
1: Very scenic through that. Yeah, I know exactly like what you're talking five about. Five minute
0: bus ride, and took us directly to the wilderness lodge. Um, and so you even have access to to wilderness lodge right there, real pretty quickly.
2: Which I highly recommend. Yeah, so you that go over there. It's well, so beautiful.
0: Yeah, we, we and you know we're gonna plan on getting over there and doing some uh get some lunch at geyser Point or something one day. Just take a, you know, I love wilderness lodge, and so. Par for the course. Yeah. Just have to, uh, it's just nice to be able to go and, ex- you know,
1: experience that too.
2: Maybe at some point try and get to artist point for that dining. I think that would be spectacular. Yeah.
1: Now that that's back open. Yeah. Yeah,
2: definitely.
0: Yeah. That'd be cool too.
1: And I know we've, uh, we've mentioned it in previous episodes, but let's, uh, let's talk about the dining options at uh trails end and, you know, what you guys, you know, prefer, uh, at that resort and that that dining location
2: um well st- the only thing i've had there so far is a breakfast which is phenomenal um i would say that the star of the show would be the the hash brown casserole oh that's goodness is, dude is wicked oh uh, it's, it's just uh, I, I try it's to, to potatoes and onions just oh my, oh my goodness
0: gosh. i try to eat my weight in it every time i have it
2: it's And then you get the yogurt parfait that you get beforehand with some Mm -hmm. like whole wheat croissants and the strawberry butter. So you do feel kind of good about eating before you really just gross everybody out at the table. Dude, (laughs) that (laughs) strawberry butter, man, is insane. Man, on those croissants, it's just, oh. And that, see, they they get you because like they put such delicious stuff out before even the main course. Like you're like, you don't even realize that. The stuff that's to come is even better Darny Disney and
0: yeah I mean just the everything they have there and they used to do breakfast so trails and used to do all buffet style and then when they pandemic hit closed they reopened and when they reopened they switched to the skillet style meal that you find at like Whispering Canyon. And it's, it changed the way that they serve. And, and some of the items changed. Like I know for breakfast, um, they used to have the breakfast pizza that they offered on the buffet line. They offered some other like uh, French toast uh, type uh, souffle, if you would. Um, and they don't offer that anymore. But the th- the things that they're still offering right now in that skillet is incredible. And it's it's an all you care to enjoy skillet. Um, just charged by the person. Um, and it's just incredible value too. Not only is the food fantastic, but it's the best value for the food on property.
2: And they, they honor the 20% passholder discount there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're going to get 10, 20% off depending on discount cards that you might have. And yeah, it's, it's insane to me. That it's like, you can get that type of food for that price at, a
2: Disney-operated restaurant. Yeah, my kids definitely took advantage of the, you know, with how the All You Care to Enjoy works, where if you want more of just one thing, Mm -hmm. they will keep bringing you orders. And my kids were like, we want more bacon. And And the brisket eggs,
0: man. Oh, Oh I forgot about those. Yes.
2: Man, yeah, those brisket (laughs) eggs. And See, here's, here's my meta. I take a little bit of the brisket eggs, and then I get some hash brown casserole, a little little piece of bacon mm. Mm. trifecta of greatness here's here's how magic in the
1: mouth
0: here's me i uh, i started taking the blueberry or the berry uh, little muffins weren't sweet oh, enough yes i started rubbing the strawberry butter on top of the muffin oh my
1: god man y'all are making me hungry <laughs> my gosh see that. i haven't experienced breakfast oh. at Trails home. i've only had dinner
0: oh see so i haven't had dinner
1: Either oh one. man the dinner uh the fried chicken dinner was amazing uh some of the best fried chicken on property, honestly. It it, it ain't quite Chef Art Smith's Homecoming Fried Chicken, because that that right there is top. Mm-hmm. The, that's that's top of the chain for me. Um, but they're not far from it. Like they they really got a lot of things right and and a lot of things going for them with that dinner too. And it actually wasn't that bad price. I'm definitely gonna be looking for that and see if it's still there. Uh, but I know me and Ryan are going to be cooking our dinners. You know we're going to be bringing some steaks down there and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. absolutely, taking advantage of the grill. Absolutely, Father's Day,
2: Father's Day weekend, you got to got to hit that grill. So I've uh, I've been reading here lately, um, been seeing a little bit more about it that um, the Walt Disney Railroad is going through a testing phase right now. Oh, really? I saw the f- reports that people
0: saw it uh, saw it running hmm. at Magic Kingdom.
2: Yeah, I hope that comes back soon because. That would help a lot with like uh, lines in the park. Like that's that gives people something to do to spread more people out. Yeah. Well, it also gives you,
0: it spreads you out and gives you another transportation option. Yeah. Because you can get, you can literally hit different sides of the park by getting on that train. It's been close for three years now. So it's, it's been a while
2: yeah and like you know right now supposed to be the slow season but it has been busy yeah things have picked right back up but i think it's just people were tired of sitting at home and everybody's just finally getting out and just saying you know what it's time to live life yeah so everybody's getting back to kind of you know just being in the grind of existence and you know it's good to see people you know because it was weird going to disney at first with uh you know the 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 pandemic crowd, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of people getting out. It was cool because we got to do a lot of things in a short amount of time. But there's something about just seeing thousands of people, you know, smiling and everybody's in that happy place. Because we all know that feeling just Mm -hmm. being down there puts you in a different state of mind. So it does feel good to like, you know see people being polite to each other, although we have been seeing reports of a lot of people fighting, which is stupid. <laughs> but, you know, for the most part, everybody down there is nice to each other. Like people have helped me, like if my kids drop something, they'll pick mm-hmm. it, pick it up and hand it to us. You know, just people being genuinely good, good, nice people. Yeah. So and it's
0: also too you you know, people got their jobs back. You know, you're seeing more yeah. and more of these things open, whether it's the rides or attractions or restaurants. And, you know, you got to see more, you know, you see people come back to their jobs and, you know, can take care of their families now. I know that a lot of them are getting paid uh, still, but, you know, like it's just something, you know, different being able to actually go and, and do what you love doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's getting back to normalcy, you know, waiting on a few things and, and restaurants at that, that we're still waiting on everything to fully open back up. So uh there's still some cast members out there that are you know waiting on the sidelines for you know their name to get called and be welcome back to uh to work, but we're slowly getting back there, but it's uh it's i'm not gonna lie uh during this whole pandemic uh i def- definitely took advantage of going to Disney and enjoying the low crowds oh yeah because uh, that's something i've seen it when it was elbow to elbow um and then coming down during the pandemic you know with uh limited crowds. I'm not going to lie. It spoiled me, especially with FastPass still available at that time. Uh we definitely made use of uh the parks for sure. So speaking of FastPass,
0: have y'all have you used uh Genie Plus yet? I have not. No, me either.
2: I may try it. I'm going in a couple weeks. Um so I may do it for the day, maybe at Magic Kingdom or something uh where it'll be you know, I'd be able to select a few rides and then kind of base it off of what we normally deal with and see if it's you know worth the worth the money
1: me personally i'm i'm thinking it's going to be one of them try it once and you're going to have a really good idea you know going forward of how it's going to be
0: yeah i could see i could see it coming in your favor for some of the like really big sought after rides if you really just want to if you have a hankering to go on rise of resistance or ratatouille you know like
2: or Slinky Dog. Yeah, like, know, where do you get 100 plus minute waits at sometimes? Yeah.
1: And and not only that, but I feel like Genie Plus is going to be geared towards those families that only get to come that one time. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, that that's that's a money grab for Disney in my opinion. Um, that was
0: that was something that we were that um that I was talking about uh with Henry actually kind of like right bef- you know before his his trip You know, he was. We were talking about you know all the new things of like Genie Plus and Lightning Lane, and you know, I I kind of share that sentiment, Justin. Of you know, that's who it's kind of geared for is the people that are coming on their once in a lifetime trip or once every few years they can get to Disney, and and you know, it allows them to make sure they can they can get to that attraction, right? But at the same, in the same vein, if you're if you're coming to Disney, not everyone knows that. Hey, this is how I research Disney, mm-hmm. or this is what I need to do. And a lot of a lot of people, you know, go back to that old, go back to the day of. I get to the, I go to the theme park, I go to the t- the ticket station, I go gr- get, buy my tickets there, I go to the turnstiles, I grab my map, and I look at the map and see what t- what are all the rides, where are all the show times, and I just start going to attractions. If you mm-hmm. do that there's no way that you know about genie plus or lightning lane or how it even works or how it works
2: or how the app can show like active wait times without having to walk up to that ride across the park to see the signing.
0: Right. Or even just like, and if you, at that time, right at that moment, say you've been in the park 30 minutes and you realize, Oh no, I need to do this. It's too late. Like all the lightning lane passes are gone. You can still get genie plus, but now all the wait times are going to be to the end of the day, mm-hmm. or, or you know, not sought after wait times. So it's like, what? What are you? What is someone supposed to do? And if they're there for one day at the, you know at each park, like you're, so then you like
1: you're well, Yeah, you
0: have the opportunity. Then like that person that's there for that one that one time trip, they can't even do the things because they didn't know.
2: It's pretty unfortunate because you know. These people that are not from Florida, you know, there's people that fly across the country to get here, spend thousands, sometimes tens of thousands of dollars for a four or five day vacation. And for them to go through that trouble and kind of get blindsided, it's it's very unfortunate. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I could I could kind of see where they need to advertise it a little better. And maybe like for anybody that's buying a ticket, it needs to be advertised like it. It needs to be right there like this. This is highly suggested to you if you want to get your money's worth out of your trip. And honestly,
1: what needs to be tied into that is the use and functionality of the My Disney Experience app. Agreed. Uh, Because it does a ton of things. And a lot of people don't realize that like park maps, like handheld park maps are a thing of our past and people don't realize that the my disney experience has that built-in plus stuff um which i think we we barely mentioned it in our previous episode about the restrooms but um like you can find restrooms on the park map inside the my disney experience app along with you know booking dining reservations you know stuff like that it does a ton of stuff and a lot of people don't realize that and i think Disney really needs to put an emphasis on uh educating uh the the newer folks and the the out of state uh visitors and out of country visitors coming uh let's face it, Walt Disney World is a worldwide mm-hmm. resort. Like people come from all around the world to come and see Walt Disney World. And you know, there's a lot that is left on the table. Mm-hmm that Disney could really put some content out on to try and educate people on how to use it. Cause I honestly, I don't even really know if I've seen any kind of like tutorial on my Disney experience, other than when you first download the app. And if you have no idea that exists, you know, you're, you're left in the dark and there's a lot of information on that. So Mm -hmm. I'm with you all on that. Disney really does need to button down on, providing content on yeah. that. Otherwise it's all up to us, you know, the podcasters, the YouTubers to shed light on this and hope that viewers and listeners, uh, can find this information and at least be educated on it before trips, you know, cause I mean, it's, it's, it's a lifesaver really. Um, in most instances when everything does work for the, my Disney experience app, but, um, for the most part it does. And, and there's, there's a lot of information, that can to help you, you know, navigate through the park. I was, as like I said earlier, you know, doing reservations, um, wait times for rides and attractions, finding out where attractions are. I mean, it's just there's a lot of possibilities that are capable within this app, and re- Disney really needs to shine a light on it and and
2: really you know bring it out of the shadows. Yeah, and seems like to piggyback on how you were talking about uh, dinner reservations that. You ha- you uh, you know you have to book a dinner reservation on My Disney Experience app or the website, and they are done sixty days in advance. And if you don't get right whenever that sixty day window opens, you're you're scrapping the you know you're at the bottom of the barrel trying to find anything. Because I mean, even as I would consider myself somewhat of a veteran now, because I've been so much in the past year that at times I've even struggled to find. A reservation and it would be a month and a half out and to piggyback on that as well um most of your quick service is ordered through the disney uh experience app so like you can't just walk up and order chicken tenders and french fries at a you know at Mm -hmm. cosmic rays or wherever else you have to order it on the you know the mobile order version or the mobile order portion of the my disney experience app and then you have to show them that your order's ready, you know, the purple screen to even get inside the the, the facility. So there's a lot of things. Cause I, I can't tell you how many people I've seen walk up to like Pecos Bills or something and they try to go in and they're like, oh, well, you have to get this app and then order it. And they're, they're standing outside <laughs> having to download an yeah. app just to order food. And it's like these things should be communicated a little better to, to ticket buyers, especially ones from out mm-hmm. of state or out of country, because it's very unfortunate.
0: Could you imagine being that person like you're trying your kid is hungry, screaming, whatever you're trying to get them some food and then you have no idea that you had to download this app. And so you're downloading this app. Then you got to set up your account. Then you got to add credit your payment information. Yep, and then you can place your order, and then you've got to wait for the order to be ready.
1: Meanwhile, your kid is you know, screaming their head off and crying.
0: You spend an hour before you can even get food. Oh, wow.
2: you're trying to make the most of your time because you're on vacation, right? Right. right. And then, like, I
1: mean just just put yourself in that in that situation like that that would that would literally ruin your experience. Well, Seriously.
2: here would be my answer to that, and it would be a, a nice little you know route around that whole hangup there for people that don't have the app. Some of these cast members are already holding a, a iPad or some sort of device. I mean, come on, Chick-fil-A does it. They got people standing out there with iPads and taking orders. If someone doesn't have the app, have a cast member there at ready to take their order for them instead of standing there telling them, Hey, you need to download this app. Otherwise you're not getting food. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to sit here and, and and bicker about it, but it's just, some of this disgruntlement i understand from oh, know, people that have you know they save for years to come for these five days and try to make it as magical as possible and that just goes to shambles just because they don't know and it's not their fault so i, I really hate it for those people
0: yeah i think this kind of just highlights too like this is why we're here yeah um and i think uh i think we just i think we just discovered a new uh a new new topic for ourselves
2: <laughs> it's going to call what really grinds my gears <laughs> <laughs> you know what grinds my gears but yeah like we're we're not we're not trying to make this a um a complaint session but this is just the reality of it and we you know we're trying to grab the experiences and some of the hiccups we've run into and use that as a learning tool for everyone that listens so you don't have to go through that we want you to make the most of what it can be so you know that's what we're here for yeah,
1: like you said in a previous episode, Ryan, when you're at Walt Disney World, time is money, and you spend a lot of money to get down there. And if you're doing stuff that you're not really wanting to do, you are wasting
2: money. And, and also, you know, um, just to put a, a helping hand out there, um, if if anybody that listens needs help getting it set up, you can contact us at info at offthemonorails.com. dot com. Um, any of us will be glad to help. We'll be able to um, maybe find another. Uh, quicker way to to communicate back and forth, but um, we could we could definitely help those who need help setting anything up or searching for an app. Um, we're here to help, so anything we can do, we'd be more than happy to do it. Yeah, send us a DM, yep. Twitter, Instagram, we're there. All those things. You
1: know this this is real stuff that we're talking about here. Like we're not just shooting at the hip, you know, just covering Disney stuff. Like this is real life stuff that we've experienced and trying to help cut out the you know trend the fat so to speak on the on the trips and it's more focused toward the time towards attractions you know the things you want to do and spending time with your family and having a good time that's what we're here for and the my disney experience app 100% can can elevate your trip if you know how to use it and and you know its capabilities so uh this is this is definitely Something we got to visit.
2: Yeah, it's crazy how literally an hour of downtime at home just spent getting that app downloaded and registered, and get your account made, and getting things linked, and just kind of you know exploring it. How that one hour can save you literally tons of hours at the park of trouble and frustration, and it'll make you want to come back because you actually, like Justin said, you see how it elevates your experience there. Your everything is so connected now. So when you're getting off of a ride, you can check the app and find your way to the next ride that has the best wait time for, for your liking. Or, you know, it, it, it shows your actual location so you can navigate it in real time instead of looking at a paper map and guessing what landmark you're at. It actually shows a navigational beacon of your location so you know where you're at actively in real time. So, yeah, it it it's amazing. Do you think they're inflating the wait times?
1: Oh, one hundred percent. At times they do. We've seen it. We've tested it. We know. And if you're a season, if you're control. a season pass holder, you you've seen this kind of stuff too. Um, and heck, while you're in line, do a timer. You know, from the time you step in line, and and check it and see what it's like. Because we've done it. I know I've done it a couple of times.
2: It's funny that you say that because right before we got into this uh, session together, uh, Brienne and I were watching. Uh, molly on all ears.net on youtube and her newest video today that was like probably 10 11 hours ago was titled is disney lying about wait times and she timed (laughs) she timed the rides and um a couple of them were like 20 minutes longer than posted and a couple of them were like 20 minutes shorter than posted which that a couple of i think she the one for peter pan's flight was a little longer because there was a, a mechanical delay Um, but there was some discrepancies, not too bad, but, um, yeah, Molly, I know you, uh, you know, follow us on IG. So if you're listening, shout out to you, um, love your videos. But, uh, I I think that they do kind of fluff up some of the, the wait times for crowd control. That's also how they know when to deploy characters in certain areas Mm -hmm. because they want to draw people in and free up other areas. So it's very strategical on how they do things. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah and i think too like it just you have uh, those other factors too now you have the genie plus times you have the lightning lane times you know it's just like man how, how much manipulation is actually happening
2: and see now that you say that it kind of sparks something in my mind that now they know when people are going to be at these rides oh yeah because there's a time stamp on it absolutely absolutely
0: well and then and then with with your magic band they know when people are coming into the park they know when you're eating because you're scanning that magic band to pay for your food they know when you're buying merchandise they know the merchandise that you're buying
1: and it's a crowd control mechanism yeah
2: yep and it's it's crazy too because um the last time we went to animal kingdom when i took the kids um Olivia always has a bad habit of like sliding her finger across the fingerprint reader so it never reads it correctly. And uh, a cast member always has to come over and, you know, scan her magic band with the iPad. But I was actually looking on the screen of the iPad and it showed pictures of her scanning in at different parks from months ago. So they can monitor when (laughs) you've entered the park and everything. I never realized that. But it's amazing. Yeah. Don't try to wear somebody else's magic band. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Ooh, no no
1: yeah that's that's yeah, a good way to get permabanned
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> all seeing eye yeah
2: random uh random thought here or not a thought it's actually a fact mm-hmm. but um we were talking about um restaurants opening um and you know seeing more cast members and more things coming back mm-hmm. the flying fish opened back up at boardwalk mm. yes it did um, that may be a future stop for us. Oh, is it, I'm um, looking at this menu right now. <laughs> I don't
0: think it's going to be a boy, maybe. I think it definitely is going to be a future stop for us.
2: I'm I'm looking at this filet right now. Man, sweet onion risotto and truffle sauce with a filet mignon and asparagus. Mm.
1: Take me there. Mm. If that asparagus is anything like what we had at the wine bar, George, please just take me there.
2: Okay, so check this out. They have a slow-roasted pork belly appetizer that comes with spiced apples and a cherry gastrique. So I'm guessing that's probably like some kind of sauce on it Mm -hmm. or like a relish. Mm -hmm. Boy.
0: Mm.
2: Man. That's that's basically fancy bacon, for those that don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Fancy bacon.
1: (laughs) You eat that pinky up.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. When in doubt, pinky out, baby.
1: Yeah. Side note here. I don't know if – Disney uh, property has a bacon jam burger. Anyone know? Um, I a think burger with bacon jam on it.
2: Deluxe burger does yeah, Deluxe burger does. Yes. Deluxe, really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna have to hit that. I actually saw a paging Mr. Morrow video a few months ago that he had the page of, a, like a yeah. Hello, Nathan. Nate, we love you, dude. <laughs> but um, he had one that had like a bacon bacon onion relish jam kind of thing on it, but it looked Oh, God, it looks so good.
0: Oh, wh- dang. We're going to spin this whole thing to another topic. <laughs> we are fat. <laughs> so, speaking of burgers, what is what's the best burger you've had at Disney that you've been able to try so far?
1: Oh, 100% deluxe burger. One, like, n- hands down. Had a bacon cheeseburger there, and their fries are really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man. Mm-hmm. Oh. hit deluxe burger you will not be disappointed
2: the only burger i've had at disney so far is the um mission to mars burger at cosmic rays another it good was, one it was funky i liked it but it was funky it was a um i know it had uh the bun was dusted with like cheeto dust oh god <laughs> yeah, yeah so i've it had was, it before yeah. it was like Orange fingerprints, but it was um <laughs> it was a it, it was a regular cheeseburger, but it had bacon and then a big giant wallop of mac and cheese on top.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, yeah it's amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was it's
1: good, but it ain't deluxe burger base, but it's good.
2: But I mean for twelve ninety nine you get that in fries. I mean, pff, you know, you you, you kind of want a quick little cheap lunch in the middle of the day at Magic Kingdom, cool off at Cosmic Rays, get you a little sodi pop. Yeah, it was good um that i've had that and the um the it's not a burger but the 1971 meal there that has like the barbecue chicken sandwich with the the kale coleslaw and then it comes with the chili cheese fries Mm.
1: chili cheese fries man yeah i mean what's not to love
2: that's that's just americana baby that's what it is but yeah, uh, that's the only burger I've had so far. I need to I need to hit Deluxe Burger and I need to go to um Geyser Point. I want to hit that. Yeah,
0: so speaking of that, that's 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 mine for sure, the bison cheeseburger there. Um I was going to ask you. Yeah. That uh bison cheeseburger's got bacon, it's got the uh crispy onion straws and then it's got a garlic aioli and a marionberry sauce. And it's just Super good. Now sometimes you can get the because bison is already very lean, um, sometimes you can get a drier uh cooked uh patty, but most of the time it is on point. I've probably had this burger seven, eight, nine times. Um I get it every single time I go to Geyser Point. Yep. Um It is insanely good, Uh, and granted, I've had plenty of other things on this on the menu at Geyser Point. I just always
1: also get the
0: Bison (laughs) Cheeseburger. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh,
1: Liberty Tree Tavern, you give that meal in front of me, boy, it's going down.
2: Wait, Jordan, you haven't been there yet, have you? No. (sighs) See the day that the day that Justin and I drove down there just to get magic bands at Fort wilderness, we went to magic kingdom for a couple of hours before, um, before going over to Fort wilderness. Um, I actually got us a lunch reservation for, uh, for Liberty tree tavern. Since Justin drove lunch was on me. Um, man, that's a feast. (laughs) I've been there three times now and I will go back another 33 times.
1: It was so good, dude. Oh my gosh. The, uh, what was that? Uh, what did I like the most, Ryan? I, I'm trying to remember.
2: Oh, the um, it was the roasted pork loin, and it has like a um, it has like an apple butter. Yes, Um yes, That what was it called? <clears throat> it was some kind of like a like an apple butter jelly, almost that you yeah. could uh, dip the pork loin in. My lord! And that
1: right there made made the pork loin just ten times better. And
2: their um, their mac and cheese. It's got that old school, like, um, like your grandma's recipe. Like you can, you can taste like years of just experience in that mac and cheese, just love and struggle and pain. You taste it all in that (laughs) mac and cheese. (laughs) Like it's, it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. I'm I'm looking on the menu now I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to see exactly what it was called. Uh, before I find it though, the, um. The ooey gooey toffee cake that they finish you off with, Justin.
1: Oh, don't! Oh my God, (laughs) yeah, God, take me back. Is that not? Is that not so good? Yeah, when when Ryan was, let me let me paint the picture for you. When Ryan told me about his first experience there, it was like this dessert was hand delivered (laughs) from God Himself, and I kid you not, whenever I had that first bite, like when they set it down in front of me, I was like, okay. This looks like the real deal. That first bite went down and Ryan's looking at me like, you know, if you, if you just look at the camera, you see me live. Like he he looked at me like, you know, gave me the look. And I was like, yeah, this was delivered by God himself.
2: <laughs> well, let, let, let me, let me paint this picture of Liberty tree tavern real quick. So I'm going off the lunch pricing here. It's $39 per adult, 21 per child. And that's three and up. Um, we had my two-year-old with me, so she actually got to eat for free. So W. But um for that $39, they start you off with a bread service, which the bread is magnificent uh-huh. and it comes with, you know, some butter. I highly advise you cake the butter on there as if it were wall spackle. <laughs> um, it's good. But you get a salad with um like a house, kind of like an onion vinaigrette dressing, which is really good. Um, but then you get the Patriots platter so you get roasted turkey breast uh pot roast oven roasted pork loin with mashed potatoes uh seasonal vegetables stuffing and mac and cheese and normally the seasonal vegetable is like uh green beans or asparagus uh carrots things like that right but um then also they give you a boat of gravy like turkey gravy for the turkey um cranberry pot roast too, already that's what it was cranberry apple butter yeah
1: cranberry apple butter yeah
2: that's what it was on the um the poor coin. Thank you, Justin. I love you. I was trying but, to remember um, that. Yeah. And then they finish you off with the ooey gooey toffee cake, which is like a vanilla chocolate chip toffee cake. Almost imagine like a thick cast iron chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. And then vanilla ice cream and chocolate sauce on top. And then you get.
1: And it melts all together. So oh
2: Yeah. God. You get your drink service and you can have coffee with your dessert at the end if you want. And that's all for that one price. So fantastic value. That mm-hmm. That's a solid lunch and dinner. Like I remember eating lunch there one time and we didn't even eat dinner because we were still full. We just kind of <laughs> snacked when we got back to the resort. There's a lot of food. It, it literally. Yeah. It took care of two meals for us. Oh. So if you haven't gone, go. And then the diamond horseshoe is right next to it. Same exact menu, they just, that they share the kitchen, it's just two different restaurants to be able to service, you know, multiple crowds. So, great food, great food. And
0: Diamond Horseshoe also just brought uh, the Monte Cristo. Ooh. If I'm not mistaken. You hush your mouth. The Mo- so, they got the Monte Cristo that is uh, famous in Disneyland. Um, oh, wow. They brought it over here uh, to Magic Kingdom at Diamond Horseshoe.
2: I bet it'll be a good seller. I like a yeah. good Monte Cristo, man. That's
1: a good sandwich.
0: Yes, it is,
1: man. I, I'm enjoying this. Like I'm getting hungry. <laughs>
2: yeah, this
1: that pork loin is just. Uh, I can, my 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 flavor jets are just like just going crazy right now.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm still reeling over that. Just thinking of taking a big chunk of that pot roast and dragging it through mashed potatoes. It's
1: literally like Thanksgiving <sighs> at any point of the day for anybody that's got a reservation in there. <laughs> it's so good. And filling
2: when well, it's just, it's just good home cooked food. Like it sticks to you. It's not something that's going to make you hungry or jittery in a couple of hours. It, it literally stays with you and you just feel so good.
1: And I honestly, I think that could be
2: said the same for trails End and, you know, Whispering
1: Canyon. It's the same kind of thing. Oh yeah. man. It's, it's meals that stick to you. It's, 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 it's like home cooking. It's like grandma's cooking for you. Oh,
2: it stuck to me. All right. I'm still carrying a couple pounds from those meals.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm with you.
2: Yeah, it's funny because like uh, I had COVID back in September and I lost like uh almost 20 pounds in two weeks. And then I got hit with a stomach virus right after COVID. So then I lost like another four or five pounds. And since then, I've already gained back five more pounds of what I weighed before COVID just because of all my Disney <laughs> foods. <laughs> but hey, you got to think I went through. Went in Rome. I went through what, four different visits to food and wine and I did two visits to Festival of the Holidays oh arts, yeah got fat you definitely visited the mouse pretty good <laughs> oh man me and him are down like four flats
0: all right guys well that's gonna do it for this episode uh before we head out just want to take a quick reminder of hitting us on all the socials uh twitter instagram uh youtube we'll be dropping some more content on on youtube here coming up uh, with all of our uh, stays so be sure to subscribe and uh get ready for that. Um, you know, share, share your opinions with us, share your reviews, um, give us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, you can listen to us on all the other major podcast platforms, whatever you prefer. Um, and just tell a friend about us. And don't forget to visit offthemonorails.com Uh you can check out episodes there on demand as well as some blogs with some additional, uh, additional content, including photos and some just more behind the scenes stuff. And, um, I think that's a uh, thing that that's it. Y'all got anything else?
2: Um, yeah, we're, um, we're still working on some more blog entries. So, um, there'll be more blog entries coming, uh, once they're done with their final editing and, uh, we'll announce those when they're ready. So, um, until then, you know, we're just, we're going to be grinding at it, trying to get stuff out. And, uh, more on the uh,
1: YouTube content, uh, you know. Leave us some feedback on things you would like to see uh, for that, whether it be live streams, short videos, tutorials, like we mentioned in this episode about uh, my Disney experience. Uh, just let us know. Give us some specific things, and uh, and we'll try and work those out and get that content out to you guys.
0: Yeah, and uh, as always, we appreciate you guys taking time to listen to us. Uh, just again, trying to lend a helping hand uh, to those. Plan a Disney vacation, um, and we do appreciate your support. Uh, there is a link in the in the description if you'd like to support the channel. Uh, you could do so with buy me a coffee. Uh, we do appreciate it. We appreciate some coffee, so uh, you can uh, follow that link there. It's also available on offthemonorails if you choose to support the show. We sure do appreciate it. Absolutely. With that being said, I'm Jordan. I'm Justin, and I'm Ryan, and this is Off the Monorails.